welcome to the Business Brainwave Show with Renata Jute, where we will look at ways to optimize your business. In this episode of Business Brainwaves, we will look at the importance of managing your trust. So you've been appointed a trustee, you know that you've got certain roles and responsibilities, and now we need to see what goes into the management of this trust. The importance of managing a trust goes hand in hand with the responsibilities of trustees. Without proper management, the trustees are definitely going to land themselves in hot water. And that could be with the master of the high court, with SARS, with the beneficiaries, with creditors, with the co-trustees. Poor administration may also lead to the failure of the trust. So to manage a trust effectively and efficiently, there are a couple of things we need to attend to. These would include trustees are duty-bound to treat beneficiaries impartially. They also need to keep records of the trust affairs and furnish these records to the beneficiaries on request. I've so often heard that people say, well, I've never seen the trust records. Well, if you're a trustee or a beneficiary, you may and you have access to the documents of the trust. The trustees must also be actively involved in the administration of the trust. There's no place in law for a passive trustee or a silent trustee. You either are a trustee and you take responsibility as a trustee or you're not a trustee. Trustees must remain impartial and avoid as far as possible a position where their private interests conflict with their duties as trustees. And this can be sometimes very hard because we may want to um, take a certain action in the trust, but by doing so, it may actually negatively impact on our personal lives. So remember, as a trustee, you need to first and foremost think of the trustee and the trust assets and what is the position of the beneficiaries before you can take your own situation into account. And then also trustees need to ensure that the tax affairs of the trust are up to date and handled correctly. In terms of the Income Tax Act, the trustee is a representative taxpayer and can, and in certain circumstances, incur liability. So as the trustee, it's important to remember that you remain responsible for the tax status of that trust. So to ensure that the tax returns for that trust is submitted and that the taxes are paid uh, when taxes are due. So it's important to um, definitely be aware of and understand the roles and responsibilities around tax when it comes to the trust. So what uh, then about substandard trust administration by trustees? So interesting, independent trust audits conducted on trust administration indicated the following. A large percentage of trustees are not actively involved in the administration of the trusts. And I've personally myself experienced this in the almost 20 years that I've been dealing with trusts. Often we have several trustees appointed on the trust and some of those trustees uh, would never attend any of the trustee meetings, have never been part of the decisions, may or may not just sign off um, on certain transactions. Uh, but are not actively involved in the administration or the decision-making in that trust. 
It also indicates insufficient audit trails to maximize tax planning, resulting in failing trust objectives. So remember, often when a trust is formed, there's a certain objective. Um, maybe the founder wanted to um, provide for miners, and in order to do so, we needed to do certain investments, and those investments needed to yield a certain return. Now, without proper tax planning, that will not happen. And often what happens is that there's no active tax planning. What happens is the information is supplied by the trustees to the accountants maybe a year or two years late and that means that all we're doing is we are recording historical transactions so there's no uh, room to maneuver and to do proper tax planning so it's absolutely imperative that as a trustee you meet with your tax specialist or your um, your tax party, your accountant in advance and you say, what are my plans for this year? Or your investment planner, if, if you are looking at doing investments, and this must be a proper certified financial planner perhaps, where you want to sit and say, well, what are my objectives for this trust? What is it that we want to achieve for the beneficiaries? And make sure that that's planned properly and that you have the relevant meetings with the relevant parties. Another uh, point that came out through this audit was that a vast majority of trustees lacked the knowledge and experience required to either execute their duties um, or had an interest in acting as trustees. So again, as I mentioned earlier, very important that if you are appointed as a trustee, you either act as a trustee and you take full responsibility or you are not in actual fact a trustee and you need to resign as a trustee. So this was what actually came from the independent review. Two further facts that came out was the absence of trustees resolutions and trustee meetings uh, minutes uh, resulted in contracts and trust amendments being declared invalid. And I've also personally um, first-hand experienced this. If, for instance, uh, trustees entered into a purchase agreement to purchase or sell a property and not all trustees uh, were party to that um, decision and that agreement and did not sign off on that contract and there's no resolution to confirm and ratify that decision, well then that contract does not hold and it can actually be overturned. So very important again that the all trustees are involved uh, in decision making, that there are proper resolutions to um, ensure those uh, decisions and that minutes are uh, drafted for meetings held. And then lastly, trust assets are unknowingly exposed to unnecessary risk, resulting in exposing the erring trustees to personal liability, often without their knowledge. So again, this happens through maybe a lack of education, a lack of accountability, a lack of paperwork, um, and not staying on top of that trust administration, you know, dropping it behind one year, then two years. So very, very important that we understand that as a trustee, you may in actual fact be held liable for what happens in that trust. Did you know that substandard trust administration could also result in what is the so-called alter ego trust? An alter ego trust, uh, uh, although validly created, is a trust open to trustee or and beneficiary abuse due to a clear failure to separate control from enjoyment. So when does this happen? 
And here we could refer probably to the Land Bank versus Parker case that is so familiar. This is when we have assets in the trust, but the trustees basically acts and behaves as if these assets are their own and just uses the assets as if the assets belong to the trustees rather than the trust. And these um, the use of these assets or the application of these assets is not in actual fact for the benefit of the beneficiaries. Trust administration really refers to the process of managing the trust affairs. This includes both the day-to-day -day operations and major decisions. As trustees, you may outsource some of the functions. So, for example, this would be the bookkeeping, the accounting, and maybe the tax returns, and some other functions. As the trustee, however, you remain responsible for many of the trust affairs. The three main principles governing the administration of trusts are identified by Honoré, and these refer to the following. The trustee should understand the trust deed and give effect to the deed requirements and outlines. Trustees must perform their duties with care, diligence and skill. And trustees should exercise independent discretion. So what does this mean? Well, firstly, it means that trust deed you got, that book, you need to understand what that deed means. You need to understand what roles and responsibilities it creates for you. You need to understand what liabilities may in, be in there for you. And then to, to exercise your duties with care and diligence and skill. And to do that, you need the training. You need to know what is expected of you. And you need the guidance maybe from the, the, the parties that you've outsourced to. And again, to act independently, not to come along, tag along, so when, when a decision is made, that you just unknowingly land up following that decision. Apply your mind. As a trustee, you need to apply your mind to all and any decisions made. So for any assistance in your trustee responsibilities, or if you just want to know if your trust is still compliant and whether the trust is in actual fact still serving its purpose, please feel free to reach out to us. We do assist with a full trust uh, compliance reviews to help trustees understand their trusts better and to ensure that everything is still um, in line with legislation and that we are in, actually, uh, in actual fact compliant with what we should be. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Brainwaves. For more Business Brainwaves, please visit my website nobleprosperity.co.za, follow me on Facebook or connect with me on LinkedIn. For easy access, the links are posted below.